You don't have to search very hard on YouTube and the internet in general to find dozens of pictures and testimonies about babies worshiping God. Now, what do you think? Does it really happen? Or are all these pictures and videos photoshopped? And does the Bible have anything to say about the spiritual lives of babies? Well, if you're curious about this, stick around and we'll find out together. You're listening to Equipping Kingdom Kids. My name is Becky Fisher, and this is a podcast for both spirit-filled parents and children's ministry leaders who are interested in raising a generation of boys and girls to walk in the supernatural power of God. This is episode number six, Babies Worshiping God. I remember one of the first pictures I ever saw on the internet of a baby with eyes closed and hands lifted where the parents said we were just doing a session at the photographers of our baby and all of a sudden, unprompted, she just closed her eyes and lifted her hands towards heaven and just stayed in that position for a minute. Fortunately, the photographer captured the picture and it went viral. So the question is, are there other incidents of this type of thing happening? Well, as a matter of fact, there are many. And I just want to show you a few of the clips that I have found on the internet that I think are amazing. The truth is, it is possible for babies to worship and praise God spontaneously, and there is scriptural purpose and backing for this. You're familiar with Psalms 2.8 that says, Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. So not only is it a thing, but there's purpose behind it. I've thought about this a lot, and we've got the first part of that verse down really good, out of the mouths of babes. And in modern day culture, we have come to interpret this to mean, you just never know what kids are gonna say. It could be profound or it could be embarrassing, but oh well, out of the mouths of babes. But what about that last part? Establishing a stronghold against the enemy and silencing the foe and the avenger. What does that mean in regards to babies praising and worshiping God? Now remember we're talking about babies here, infants who apparently have not even developed the ability to speak fluently yet. So what does their praise look like and could it stop the avenger in your home and your family? The New Living Translation says you have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. Hmm. So, first of all, that's assuming something. It's assuming that we have taught our babies and infants about God and His strength. Some will say, yeah, but see, it says children. Uh, yeah, that's fine, but if you actually go to the Strong's Concordance, number 1025, and look at the original Hebrew word there, the literal translation is unborn child, embryo, fetus, a newborn child, an infant, and a babe. So this should really give us pause that it's never too early to begin to soak our children in the Word of God because it's their innocent childlike faith that can stop our enemy in his tracks and it may just impact our whole families. Now I have an entire teaching on babies and God in my School of Supernatural Children's Ministry and there I have time to go into much more depth on this topic and get into a lot more details. In this video, I have to keep it fairly short but I'm gonna give away a free copy of that MP4 to someone who's watching right now. So keep listening, in a few minutes, I'm gonna tell you how to qualify to get it. So we need to ask ourselves if it's even possible to teach babies to worship God. 
Well, do you remember the scripture 2 Timothy 3, 5, where Paul is writing to Timothy and he says, and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Well, once again, in the original Hebrew, the word infancy literally does mean infants. So apparently, little Timothy's mom and grandmother wasted no time soaking their little boy in the Torah and the things of God. In fact, science even teaches that babies learn things in the womb. I'm not making this up. No, we're not talking about teaching them the alphabet or how to read and write. But sciencemag.org posted on their website, babies actually do learn to recognize words in the womb. The article said, be careful what you say around pregnant women. As a fetus grows inside the mother's belly, it can hear sounds from the outside world and it can understand them well enough to retain memories of them after birth according to new research. Who knew? So it's not a stretch to believe that we can begin to influence our unborn babies spiritually in this way in what we say around them and the places we expose them to. Now, I've spoken with parents of very spiritually gifted and prophetic children. And when I asked them, how did your kids become so prophetic? These parents would tell me that they would pray over their babies. They would lay hands on the babies in the womb and prophesy over them and speak scriptures over them. They would sing worship songs in front of them and read the Bible to these unborn infants. And frequently, no less, in some cases, daily. Now, many of these parents would tell me that they also had other children prior to them getting born again, and they did not do the same things with those other children. And according to these parents, the differences spiritually between the two sets of children were like night and day. Even in the Bible, there were unborn children and small babies who had significant spiritual encounters and experiences with God. For instance, remember Jacob and Esau who fought for supremacy in the womb. And according to the Bible, it was a very significant prophetic fact. The point was that the younger brother was going to rule over the older one and it had ramifications for Jacob's descendants because Jesus himself was in the family line. Now, Jacob was a God worshiper, but Esau was not. He was not a spiritual man at all. And God had an agenda in this prophetic act to protect his own son when he came to earth. John the Baptist was a fascinating baby. The Bible says that baby John was filled with the Holy Spirit while still in the womb. Talk about a spiritual experience. I wish it would tell us a little bit more about what that was like, but oh well. It is recorded that he also leaped in his mother's womb at the sound of the voice of Mary, who was carrying baby Jesus. Unborn baby John was obviously very sensitive to the Spirit of God, and chances are your children are too. Now frequently when pregnant mothers have asked me to pray over their unborn babies, I've felt the babies actually begin to kick and move around when I've laid hands on them as I prayed. So if unborn babies can be influenced and learn, think how much more a child learns once he or she is born. Just because a baby can't communicate verbally with us, it doesn't mean that nothing is happening in the spiritual area of their lives. I've had many parents tell me that their babies will see angels, and this is what they say. They'll say, they'll, they'll tell stories about how their babies will stare off into a, a corner of the room, and they'll smile and laugh for long periods of times, and once in a while they'll wave, and there's nobody there. So, did this ever happen to any of your babies or grandbabies? If it did, just type yes in the comments below. 
Now, again, I talk more about this in my video, Babies in God. Just a reminder, I'm going to give a copy away to one person, so keep watching to see if it's going to be you. So we need to begin to view our babies from a spiritual perspective and recognize the responsibility we have for the spiritual development of our children from before birth and after, both at home and in the church. Psalms 139.16 tells us, He planned our existence long before we were ever born. It says, You saw me before I was born, and every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So, God is a writer. He has a book, and he talks about babies in it before they're even conceived. This is just one of the scriptures that tells us clearly that God has a plan for the lives of our babies. And we need to begin to pray over that perfect plan while they're still unborn. That speaks big time into the culture of our day where the world tells us these little ones are dispensable. So what kind of fetus experience in the womb anyway? Scientific experiments have taken place that confirm babies are aware of what's going on around them. I've linked a fascinating video below on prenatal development, what babies can learn in the womb. And as you watch it, think in terms of how you can influence your baby spiritually. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you, and I ordained you a prophet to the nations. God's ordained every child for a purpose. And if Satan can't get us to stop our babies from being born, he will do his best to stop the plan of God and the destiny in their lives. We've got to cover our babies in prayer, not just for their physical health and strength, but covering them with the precious blood of Jesus over the plan of God for their lives. If fetuses like John the Baptist can be filled with the Spirit while still in the womb of his mother, if Jacob and Esau can fight for supremacy in the womb, if parents can impact their unborn infants by praying over them and prophesying over them and speaking the word over them, if children can have significant emotional impact, both positive and negative, while still in the womb, then it just stands to reason that we as parents and grandparents and children's ministers can continue to minister to their little spirits as babies and toddlers in our churches, in our nurseries, and in our homes as they grow and develop. Don't ignore this area of your baby's life. Don't wait until they get older to start teaching them about God. Our babies and infants can learn to praise God and silence the foes and the offenders, but we have to teach them. This will happen in the way we speak to them, the music we play around them, the books we read to them, and regularly exposing them to the Word of God and being in atmospheres where the presence of God is very evident. Be careful about the people you allow in your homes. Even the kids' TV shows or movies that we play in front of them really matter. Don't assume that just because it was created for kids and babies that it's safe for your children to watch. I have an entire section on my website about babies and preschoolers that is loaded with excellent books and resource materials for parents and church leaders. Please take time to check it out. I've got it linked below. Now I said I want to give away a free copy of my teaching Babies and God to someone who's watching this video right now, so here's how you're going to qualify. I need you to leave a comment below this video and tell me why you think you should have this teaching. What's going on in your life right now that makes this teaching particularly valuable at this time? I will then choose one of you from the comments I receive and I'll send you the mp4 and I'll announce it so everybody will know. For those of you who want this video and you don't want to wait, you can get it by clicking on this link in the upper left hand corner here or you can go to our online store and just do a search under Babies and God and it'll take you right to the video. 
take time to study more about this topic. You can do a search here on YouTube about babies worshiping God and what babies can learn in the womb, and you will find tons of helpful information and material. So mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, begin praying now for your babies, born and unborn, and your children, that God's will and plan for their lives are going to come to pass just the way God has designed it. And don't forget to comment below for your chance to get my free MP4 on Babies and God. Thanks for watching. To see a video version of this podcast, go to youtube.com slash kidsinministry. To take advantage of any offers mentioned, please email us at kidsinministry at yahoo.com and mention the number and the name of this podcast.